Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. I'll also read from the Passion Translation which says, And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that He is real, and that He rewards the faith of those who passionately seek Him. Yesterday we looked at the subject of hope, and today's verse is switching the tempo higher, talking about faith. Hope believes that God will do it someday, whereas faith says it is done now. In other words, hope sees the future while faith brings that future into reality now. For us to have a better study of today's verse, we've got to visit the previous verse of Hebrews 11. Verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Faith is both substance and evidence, both of which can be seen and felt. Faith is the substance of hope and evidence of the unseen. Hope cannot be seen, for the Bible says, if hope is seen, it is no more hope. Because faith can be seen, it has a corresponding action which can be seen. Substance is defined as the real physical matter of which a person or thing consists which has a tangible, solid presence. The Amplified Version describes faith as the title deed. So essentially, faith guarantees ownership. However, we must have faith for what is in accordance with God's will for us. This brings us to how faith comes. Some people build faith from their desires, but faith does not come from desires. It comes from the Word of God. The subject of faith is one that is widely misunderstood, and some have thought to have exercised faith on things which did not manifest, and they were frustrated. Faith outside God's will is merely a wish. That's why it's expedient that we develop faith from the Word of God to us. It is revelation knowledge. It is assurance based on what you have been told by God. It is not cooked up fables. How does this revelation knowledge come to us? I'll ask you a simple question. Do you meet someone for the first time and tell them all your secrets? Absolutely not. In life, we have acquaintances and friends. Jesus had many people following him, but his core were his disciples who spent time with him. In the process of spending time with him, he explained to them what he said out there in parables. So the disciples had the opportunity to hear a second time, whereas the general public heard just once and in parables. Even amongst the disciples, there were yet an inner core that knew what the nine didn't know. 
Mark 4.10 says, Afterward, Jesus' disciples and those close to him remained behind to ask Jesus about his parables. He said to them, The privilege of intimately knowing the mystery of God's kingdom has been granted to you, but not to the others, where everything is revealed in parables. Note this, Jesus' disciples and those close to him remained behind. That shows a different level of relationship. They didn't stay back just for fun, but to ask him about the words he spoke. And Jesus saw their commitment to knowledge and revealed, that's where the word revelation comes into play, he revealed to them a higher level of truth. And this is how faith comes. Jesus speaking in John chapter 15 and verse 15 says to his folks again, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father told me. Friends are there with you in good times and bad Amidst your busy schedule, you create time to chat with your friends. Friendship is nurtured. And I'd like to ask, would you consider yourself as one who stays back with Jesus to ask what he meant? Have you nurtured this relationship with him? Is there even a relationship? All of these can be changed. It's all dependent on you. The Christian journey begins by faith and should be continued in faith. We cannot start by faith and choose to drop faith in the middle of the journey. Faith is the fuel with which this journey is run. Bible says, by grace are you saved through faith. You can't start a journey with fuel in your car and expect to keep moving when you're out of fuel. Faith is the fuel we need for this journey. It moves you from one point to another. Reminding us of our verse, it says, And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that He is real, and that He rewards the faith of those who passionately seek Him. We can paraphrase that to now say, without intimacy with God, it is impossible to please Him. I remember when I first met my wife, we wanted to know more about each other so we could please one another. And to do that, we spent time talking, chatting, using all forms of communication to get knowledge. And when she realized how serious I was, she started telling me things that only I had the privilege of knowing. And I did likewise. The subject of faith is so wide that some preachers spend their entire life teaching it and there's still more to be taught. As basic as it sounds, we must first accept the existence of God Almighty before we discuss anything about faith. We then need to develop a relationship with Him through prayer and His Word and show an earnest desire to know more by reading His Word with the intent to get more from it, spending more time with Him, not to be self-righteous, but to know Him intimately and please Him. 
There's so much to say in less than 10 minutes. Faith causes you to act. There is a corresponding action that occurs when you get revelation knowledge. Faith does not leave you where it met you. Faith moves you into action. To sum it all up, faith changes you completely. It changes what you say and do. Everything now aligns with what you have been told in the secret place of intimacy with Christ. If he told you you were healed, then stop saying you are sick. That's contrary to what he said to you. Remember, you must hear from him. Even when you feel the symptoms of sickness, what God says supersedes how we feel. Hold on to his word you received and leave as one healed. And this is applicable to every other thing he says to you. We must carry out corresponding actions and live our lives, pattern our lives to what God has said to us, irrespective of what anyone thinks or how we feel. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. You also receive faith by listening to the preached word of God. So as I'm sharing now, some are receiving faith. Paul was speaking to a man at Lystra and the man received faith instantly as he listened intently to the message. God sees the heart and faith comes to those who are ready for it. I'm going to stop right here. Has this blessed you in any way? Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth today. Help us, Lord, to be intimate with you. Help us to spend time. Help us to stay back. Help us to develop love, hunger for your word and your presence. Just to know you more. Because we know in that secret place you begin to tell us things and open our eyes to revelation that we never knew. Dear Father, help us to grow in love with you. And as we grow in love, we grow in faith. Move us from one level of faith to another. Thank you, dear Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. I hope you were blessed. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you and bye-bye.